Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. What you are about to hear is the fusion of entertainment and enlightenment. This is the Glenn Beck Program. The vast majority of Americans actually agree on something, and boy, is it bugging the leftists. I'll let you know what that is straight ahead. It's the Glenn Beck Program. The Glenn Beck Program. So there's some really good news. If you didn't get around to it before Christmas, no worries. You still have the opportunity to take advantage of one of the best sales around. Our friends at Chamonix have extended the GenuCell Christmas and holiday season sale so you can ring in the new year the right way. Looking younger and feeling great about your appearance? Right now, GenuCell's most popular package is 60% off at GenuCell.com. You can treat yourself and a loved one to the absolute best skincare in the world. See those droopy eyelids, forehead wrinkles, pesky bags and puffiness, and yes, even a sagging jawline disappear right before your eyes with GenuCell's Classic Collection. With its immediate effects, you'll see results in less than 12 hours guaranteed or your money back. Order now and get your complimentary spa package absolutely free at checkout. You get Chamonix's world-class microdermabrasion treatment and cleanser and toner. It's a great gift. Visit GenuCell.com and enter the promo code BEC35 for an additional 35 bucks off. Every order today is in Instantly upgraded to free express shipping. GenuCell.com. The code is BECK35. Back program. Jeff Katz, happy to be sitting in for Glenn. Heard every day on News Radio WRVA in Central Virginia. Is it really the great resignation or is it the great reimagination? Now, you've heard Glenn talk about the great reset. Oh, that's absolutely the case. There's no question about that. But we don't hear about that from the legacy news media, right? We hear about the great resignation. Everybody who is uh, able to is quitting their jobs. Well, there's a guy by the name of Tom Ziegler who says, not so fast. It's not really the great resignation, Jeff. This is more the great reimagination. This this is where people are going to just have to change their focus a little bit, and we'll chat with Tom in a couple of moments. And if the name Ziegler sounds familiar to you, it's because his dad was Zig Ziegler, who, frankly, helped millions, tens of millions of people around the world live better lives. And Tom, I think, is carrying on that legacy. So we'll chat with him in a couple of moments. Now, I mentioned to you that there's something we as Americans apparently agree on. And the problem is, it smacks of common sense. And because it smacks of common sense, well, the left-wing folks are outraged. Now, what is it that you and I can agree on? Well, we know what this means. We know what that means. Eh, Not anymore. Not anymore. 
There's a brand new poll out. And I know I'm leery of polls just like you are. I don't necessarily take them to heart, but I'm looking at these numbers and I'm thinking this is one of those things that, well, everybody, everywhere probably agrees on, but we're not allowed to say it anymore. So I just thought I'd share this with you. 75% of Americans agree there are two genders. Do you ever think that would be a groundbreaking number? Now, frankly, I'm a little puzzled by the 25% that are confused. But this has been turned into such a, a twisted political issue that we've all forgotten about common sense. Now, once again, it comes back to common sense and how do you treat people and do you do the right thing? And, and can we as parents make sure that our kids are safe in schools? I mentioned to you that my home base is Central Virginia. I'm in this beautiful, beautiful area called Hanover County. And we're just we're just north of the city of Richmond, which used to be a great tourist destination. You know, you'd go down Monument Avenue and there were all these uh, second place trophies. That's how we were. Everybody joked about ah, the second place trophies. They're all Confederates. You know, they lost, you know. Yeah, we, we, we know they lost. And people would joke and mock them. And then there was this great discussion every single time somebody came from out of town. And I, I, I've been part of WRVA now for nine years. Every time somebody came to visit, they go, oh, yeah, let's go see those statues. Or I would suggest we're going to go to Monument Avenue. We're going to see the statues. We're going to see these monuments. And I'm telling you, without missing a beat, every single person started with eh, second place trophies. <laughs> and we'd all laugh and move along. But we always had a conversation afterwards. We always talked about what happened on the North American continent between 1861 and 1865. What really happened? Why did it really happen? What what was the outcome? Can we make sure that it never happens again if we're talking about slavery as an example? And then the mayor of the city of Richmond, who, I've got to tell you something, always punches above his weight class when it comes to one thing. And that's being the worst mayor in America. I know, I know. People think, hey, Bill de Blasio in New York, Jeff, worst mayor in America. Nope. Lori Lightfoot, Chicago, worst mayor in America. Nope. Jim Kenney, oh, the mayor of Philadelphia, man. He's an unrepentant socialist. He's an apologist. for. He's the worst mayor. Nope, nope, nope. Mayor of Richmond, Virginia. is actually the worst mayor in America. So congratulations to him launched this terrible war against police officers and his other claim to fame is that he ripped down all of those monuments even though he didn't have the authority to do so that's crazy it's just absolutely crazy but we come back to this common sense thing common sense says huh let's have a conversation common sense says can we can we actually spend a couple of moments trying to figure out what the reason for this is or what the reason for that is or or why a happened or why b shouldn't happen common sense according to the rasmussen report also is that 75 percent of americans agree there are two genders but in addition to common sense there's got to be common decency I mentioned I live in Hanover County, Virginia. It's beautiful. It's rural. I've got my window in front of me. I've told you what I call this, right? My, you're an atheist, really? Window? Because I look out of this window at the broadcast hut and I see trees and, and grass and flowers. and I mean, it's beautiful. 
and and I just gaze out of that and I think seriously you just think this this just all happened just happenstance I, I, I don't know maybe maybe I'm a simple man but I I don't buy that I just I, I I look at it I think yeah there is there is something bigger than we are there's something better than we are there's there is something that created all of this but I'm going off on a tangent here in Hanover County, we, we now have a, a couple of parents who have filed a lawsuit with the assistance of the ACLU that says, you know, you're not doing enough for the transgendered students in Hanover County. I thought, OK, well, we're not a big county, just so you know. We're actually pretty small in terms of population. And so I do this math. I said, let's, let's just use round numbers, easy numbers to understand, because, man, I'm not a math guy. Let's say in each high school, we have four grades, 9, 10, 11, 12. In each high school, let's say we've got 1,000 students. And if we look at the percentages, we know that students who consider themselves to be transgendered, and whether you agree with it or not is irrelevant. Whether I agree with it or not, completely and totally irrelevant. Let's look at the numbers. And the numbers would say out of those thousand students, you have one or two students in each grade. Let's be generous here. So let's say out of a thousand students in a high school, you have eight, 10, call it 10, call it 12 students who say, you know what, I know that biologically I'm a guy, but I, I really do believe I'm supposed to be a gal, or I know biologically I'm, I'm female, but boy, I really believe I'm supposed to be male. I don't have to argue that point. I really don't. Probably not my, my point to argue or debate or even discuss. I don't have to agree i don't have to disagree but i do as a decent person have to make sure that everybody in the school gets an education right we get back to this education thing so let's say you've got eight ten twelve students out of a thousand who say they are the opposite gender so what do you do the lawsuit says we need to reconfigure all the schools. We need to tear them down, build them up again, have this room over here, that room over there. And every one of those kids who says, I quote, identify as a different gender. Well, I get to use the bathroom, the locker room, what have you, of the opposite gender. No consideration whatsoever for the 990 students who say, wait a minute, I, I, what about me? How come I'm not allowed to feel safe? How come I have to be, quote, uncomfortable? Why is that okay? And the answer is pretty simple. It's not. It's not. I came up with a solution, which I think is a pretty good one. And that is that we say to those 10 kids out of the thousand, listen, I don't know what's going on with you. You may very well identify this way as opposed to that way. Not my issue. But I do want you to be safe. I do want you to feel as comfortable as possible. And I want you to get a great education. So here's what we're going to do. We're not going to inconvenience and turn upside down the 990 students. Because it just doesn't make a lot of sense. 
but we are going to look out for you. We're going to provide you a, a separate restroom. We're going to provide you a, a separate changing area so that you are safe and secure and comfortable. And every one of those other students is as well. Now, how does that tie in with 75% of Americans saying, hey, there are only two genders? There's going to come a point where this all gets hashed out. And it either gets hashed out from a left-wing perspective or from a real-world perspective, and they are not the same. I'm going to give you another example in just a moment. California. Where I was, I was blissfully unaware that anybody still got sent to prison. I didn't know you could commit a crime in California. Well, apparently you, you can still be sent to prison. But this very issue now is becoming a huge issue in the state of California. We're going to talk about that. A couple of ways that you can uh, drop in if you'd like. I always uh, remind you about this. 888-727-BECK, 888-727-BECK. Should we or should we not protect the rights of... The 990 students in the school? I say yes. And and should we or should we not protect the rights of the 10 students in the school? Absolutely we should. And there is a way to do it without hurting anybody, without harming anybody, without insulting anybody. We have an obligation, I think, we the parents. 888-727-BECK, 888-727-BECK. Also, shoot me an email if you'd like. Best way to do that, go to my website, thejeffcatshow.com, thejeffcatshow.com. There is a contact button there. And also Facebook. I always love to see the Facebook numbers change, and then I watch Facebook. I think take them away, but what the heck? You're looking for The Jeff Katz Show on Facebook. The Jeff Katz Show on Facebook. Don't forget, theblaze.com, glennbeck.com. Jeff Katz in today for Glenn. It is the Glenn Beck Program. The battle for our generation is taking place right now in the minds and the hearts of our children and our grandchildren. Today, millions of kids are having their ideologies shaped by these soulless machines of both Hollywood and our own public schools. From the lessons they're taught to the books they're told to read, our kids are caught in a thick swamp of bad ideas. What do you say? It's time we do something about it. The best way I know how to combat bad ideas is to promote good ones. And you don't get a better example of that for kids than in the Tuttle Twins books. The Tuttle Twins books are an exploration of all things that make us freer, more perfect. They teach an accurate history of the United States, and they explain how things like free markets and limited government work. And they will arm your children and grandchildren with true ideals they'll need to help turn our country back around. So I want you to go to TuttleTwinsBeck.com, get 35% off now. They'll even throw in all their activity work books for free. Buy them for your kids and your grandkids at TuttleTwinsBeck.com. Get 35% off today. It is Glenn Beck program. Jeff Katz sitting in for Glenn today. Always a thrill, an honor, a pleasure to do that. We are going to try and figure out, is it the great resignation or the great reimagination? Tom Ziegler joins us in a couple of moments to address that particular issue i i just i i look at it and as we've all changed throughout covid the question becomes is there really an office anymore right is there really a workplace i don't know i can't figure this one out but i wanted to let you hear the latest from uh, dr fauci and we'll talk about some of this other stuff as well dr fauci now says if i understand it correctly there will be no fun let's take a listen to the good dr fauci 
Uh, Caitlin, I would stay away from that. I mean, I, I have been telling people consistently that if you're vaccinated and boosted and you have a family setting in the home with family and relatives. But when you're talking about a New Year's Eve party, we have 30, 40, 50 people celebrating. You do not know the status of their vaccination. I would recommend strongly stay away from that this year. There will be other years to do that, but not this year. But that's what you said last year. Listen, dude, at some point, can we not just live our lives? I'm not asking you to bake me a cake. I'm not asking you to come over and mow the lawn. In fact, I don't really like you. I'm just telling you that I don't like him. There's just something unctuous about the good Dr. Fauci. Oh, I think he's brilliant. But you remember Peter Navarro? Dr. Navarro was uh, President Trump's economic guru for all four years. I chatted with him not too long ago, and he said, look, he always thought that Fauci was was just out for Fauci, that he never had the best interest of anyone except Tony Fauci in mind. And then I chatted with uh, President Trump's former chief of staff, and he said the same thing as, yeah. Nobody liked Fauci. Now, that doesn't mean anything to me, because frankly, there are a lot of people I don't like. There are a lot of people who are really talented, really good at what they do. And you and I may or may not like them. I'm not looking for them to be uh, the winner of some popularity contest. But there does come a point where you and I, as grown human beings, get to make some decisions. And that's the essence of being an adult, for goodness sakes. I think I mentioned to you, I... I got my Moderna shots. I had no qualms about getting my Moderna shots. And I got a booster shot a couple of weeks ago. And I will do what my doctor tells me is the right thing to do. But I'm not following anybody. I'm not jumping off a cliff. I have a doctor for a reason. My doctor, by the way, great guy. I mean, he's a brilliant guy, Dr. Bob. Dr. Bob actually used to be the, the medical director for Vince McMahon and the World Wrestling Federation. So Dr. Bob has seen it all. But I asked Dr. Bob when this all started coming about, what do we do? He said, well, he says, what are you asking me? I said, well, should I or should I not get this, this injection, this jab, this stab, this vaccine, whatever we call it? And he says, well, you know, you're of this age. You don't have this comorbidity or that comorbidity, but I will tell you something. I'm getting mine. Okay. I said, do you suggest that I get it? He says, yes, I do. And I didn't end it there. I got so many people I know who are real, honest-to-goodness medical professionals, and I asked them, hey, what do you think? What do you think? What do you think? And I got it. And I got the second one, and I got the booster shot. Now, here's what I'm not going to do. I'm not going to go along with anybody, be it Dr. Fauci or or Joe Biden or Kamala Harris, who tells me that we're not going to be able to live life, that we're, we're simply all, every single one of us, going to be stuck in our homes forever. Maybe Dr. Fauci doesn't have a New Year's Eve party to go to. Maybe Dr. Fauci doesn't know 30 people who actually like him enough to invite him to a New Year's Eve party. But this is the same thing he told us last year. And he told us don't do Christmas and don't do Thanksgiving and don't do Independence Day. 
I thought there was a reason we got vaccines. I thought there was a reason that we did the things we do to combat illness. So if we're at a point now where 200 million people have been fully vaccinated, don't we start to look at that number for herd immunity? I mean, you've heard Glenn talk about this over and over. What is the number? And how come the goalposts keep moving? How come we keep getting told, no, we just have to do this and then everything will be fine. But no, then it's this. This is where it does tie into that whole great reset thing. It does tie into this idea that, well, frankly, there are some people who don't want you making decisions for yourself. They don't want me making decisions for myself. And that's a problem. That's a huge problem. We're seeing it play out with the supply chain. I know we just talked about it yesterday, but empty shelves. Do you ever think you'd live in an America where you could go into the grocery store and see empty shelves? I went again yesterday. Stopped at a uh, grocery store we, we we shop at in this area. They're out of half and half again. Oh, I know. There's some people going, Jeff, just drink your coffee black. Be a man about it, right? Man up, Jeff. Black coffee's the way to go. No. I need half and half. And they didn't have it again. And when I asked the dairy person yesterday, when are you getting it? The answer again was, we don't know. We don't have any, and they don't have any in our warehouse, and we don't know when we're going to get it again. That is outrageous. Remember, theblaze.com, glennbeck.com, jeffcatshow.com. Is it the great resignation or the great reimagination? We're going to try and uh, answer that in just a moment. Jeff Katz in today for Glenn. It's the Glenn Beck Program. is the Glenn Beck program. You've heard me talking about MyPillow for years and how it's changed the way I sleep. Mike Lindell, the inventor of MyPillow, fitted me personally for my own MyPillow because I told him, I said, I don't think I really like him. And he said, wait, I think you have the wrong one. Got me the king size pillow. It has changed the way I sleep. It will not go flat. You can wash and dry it constantly and it stays the same amazing shape. You fluff it once before you go to sleep and it's that way. Best of all, it's made right here. So you don't have to worry about, are they going to be MyPillows on the... The shelves along with the lowest price offer mike is also extending his money back guarantee trial until march 1st of next year so it makes a great christmas gift you can get the standard my pillow for 19.98 originally 69.98 a 50 dollars savings and the king size pillow is 10 bucks more go and see all their rotating discounts over 150 my pillow products enter the promo code back 800-966-3117 800-966-3117 it's mypillow.com promo code back Doing our part to keep free speech alive. There's much more after the break on the Glenn Beck Program. It's the Glenn Beck Program. Jeff Katz, happy to be sitting in for Glenn today. I remind you of a couple of things. GlennBeck.com and TheBlaze.com. Unbelievable information. GlennBeck.com, by the way, is one of those places 
that, that has so much personal stuff from Glenn, and I, I, I just urge you to to go there. I really do. Take a look at some of the great charitable work. I mean, we, we know about rescuing people out of Afghanistan and stuff that Mercury One does on a regular basis, but boy, it's just some of the writing there is tremendous, and uh, I hope you'll check that out. 888-727-BECK, 888-727-BECK. And while I'm sitting in, you can always contact me via my page, thejeffcatshow.com, thejeffcatshow.com. There's a, there's a contact button there or The Jeff Cat Show on Facebook. Now, I, I try to share what it is that I do. I don't mean sitting here and talking. You, you figured that out a long time ago. But there's some things that I do on a pretty regular basis just, just to be able to get up and kind of get through the day. I, I have next to me an amazing book. The One Year Daily Insights with Zig Ziglar. Now, I don't know how many times I've read it, but it's a lot. The book's kind of beat up at this point, but I don't miss a chance to read that. I, I look at some of the great speakers and thinkers of our time, and I, I, I look at guys like John Maxwell and Brian Tracy and Zig Ziglar, and I can remember being in an audience. I was pretty young. I had the chance to see Zig Ziglar live. And I thought, my God, he's amazing. Now, his thoughts, his views have inspired millions of people. And we're facing a crisis right now. We keep hearing about the great resignation. The great resignation. Everybody's going to quit their job. We're, we're all going to have little vegetable farms in the back of our house. And nobody's ever going to an office again. Blah, 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 blah. Really? I don't buy that. Now, Zig Ziglar went to his reward some time ago, but his son, Tom Ziglar, continues the amazing work. And Tom has a, a pretty new book out. And I just wanted to share this with people. It's called 10 Leadership Virtues for Disruptive Times. And make no mistake, we're in disruptive times. And Tom is joining us. Tom, thank you so much for being here. Jeff, I'm so excited to be here. Thanks for having me on. Well, I am a uh, I'm a fan, not just of your dad, but of you as well. The the work that you've done, the books that uh, that you have written. So I am uh, I'm humbled that uh, you would take some time out of your day to be here. I really, really am. Well, I tell you, we're living in some pretty uh, exciting times. If you want to use that word, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, what was the Chinese proverb? You should only live in interesting times. And this is about as interesting as it gets. So uh, you did a lot of research on, on this book, 10 Leadership Virtues for Disruptive Times. Yeah, just give us a, a snapshot. What, what are you looking at and how does this play out? Yeah, so when the when this thing called the pandemic started, uh, gosh, what is that now? Seems like forever, two years ago. yeah. Uh, I just started studying what's the change in business? What's the change in life? And literally hours a day trying to figure out where are we going? What's happened? And then to put kind of the Ziegler uh, view on it. Uh, you know, dad said that a, a positive attitude outperforms a negative attitude every time. I mean, it's, yeah. just a, it's just a fact of reality. And this is some pretty interesting data that's come back. And that is, is that People have shifted. Their values have shifted. What's important has shifted. They want to work for a business or in their own business that has a purpose and a cause. Uh, 
mm-hmm. and they're organizing they're organizing their life around their family values rather than work. Uh, and I see that as a good thing. That's why I call it the great reimagination rather than the great resignation. Yeah, I mean, there there was a time that we were we worked so that we could live, and then we transitioned into live to work twenty four hours a day. Got to be accessible, and and maybe now we are looking going. You know, I kind of like to see my kids grow up on a on a daily basis. Yeah, I mean, Dad said in the nineteen seventies, he said, you know, if if standard of living is your goal, quality of life almost never goes up. Yes, if quality of life is your goal standard of living almost always goes up and suddenly people have figured out wait a second maybe it's quality of life that i pursue and wouldn't you know it that productivity and performance has gone up across the board for people who believe that understand it and they have the mindset to embrace it now we weren't supposed to see that right i mean what wasn't everything just supposed to fall apart people working remotely people working from homes they had their own uh offices in their house everything was supposed to crash and as you point out productivity went up even though a lot of us were just wearing sweatpants yeah well right after this whole thing started over 60 million hours a day were saved in commute time and then people said you know what i've got more time i can get stuff done yeah. And then the flexibility to hang out with the kids or work on a project or start early and finish late, whatever people want to do, it, it changed a lot of things. But we have the old leadership biases that are keeping us from maximizing this. And that's really what's happening. The great resignation, it's, it's nothing more than most people saying, you know what, there's a better way to do this, and I'm going to work in a place that's going to allow that. Yeah. Tom Ziegler is joining us. The website is Ziegler.com, Z-I-G-L-A-R, Ziegler.com. Tom's uh, new book is called 10 Leadership Virtues for a Disruptive Time. So, so Tom, aside from, from simply having every CEO in America sit down and read the book cover to cover, uh, how, do we, how do we see this, this implemented? How do people change the mindset of, of the bosses, if you will? Yeah, so uh, I have a I have a name uh, for a what I call the old top down do it because I said so command and control leader. I call them the T Rex leader. They got sharp teeth and short arms. You know, they like to hold things tight. And if if you're one of those and you don't want to change, just like the T Rex, you're going to go extinct. I mean, it's 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 happening every single day. And if you're working for one of those, uh, just know that great companies and great leaders are seeking top performers who believe that they can perform at a higher level tomorrow than they are today by growing and learning more. So here's the mindset that everybody needs to focus on. Are you a golfer by any chance and ever follow Tom Watson? Uh, I only live on a golf course, and I, I accidentally take the balls that golfers have hit. I did that once or twice and then hid in the house. No, I'm not a golfer. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, Tom Watson, he won five British Opens, which is a major. And they say, how do you do so well? And he says, the weather's bad. And they said, what, what does that have to do with it? And he said, well... When I'm playing good, I only have 20 competitors, really, that can play at my level. And when the weather's bad, only five I have to beat because I love bad weather. Wow. So here's the thing. If you're a leader, we're in a time of massive disruption. 
Yeah. And if you love the disruption, if you know how to lead your people in the midst of disruption, it's like the bear story, you know, the two hikers in the woods and mm-hmm. the bear charges them. And the first hiker's like, run, the bear's going to eat us. The second hiker's tying his shoe. And the first hiker says, why are you tying your shoe? And the second hiker says, I don't have to outrun the bear. I just have to outrun you. <laughs> that's right. And and so if you're a leader today, that's that's what you got to do. You got to outrun the people who are frozen and wanting it to go back to the way it was. I've got good news. The way it's going to be is better, but we've got to create it. And that's what the book is about. How do you lead people to create a future that's better than what we have today? I love it. I love it. And I have to think, Tom, and I don't want to speak for you, but I have to think as as someone who grew up seeing your dad impact in a positive way tens of millions of people, hundreds of millions of people, you probably feel a bit of, I don't know, an obligation or a calling to reach out and say, there is a better way to do this. I think it's in my genes. Yeah. Uh, you know, growing up, growing up, dad told me and my sisters, whatever you want to do, I'll support you. Just do it with 100% integrity and 100% effort. Yeah. And that's what we do. That's what we do. And so when you see a time of disruption like we're in and knowing that technological convergence and the political world scene and all these things are just going to amp up what's happening. More people are hurting, which means there are more people willing to try what works, something new, something different. Right. And that's where we are. And, the, and they're crying out for leaders in every area. Uh, yeah. And I think they're rising up. People criticize young people for not being easily led. I think they just high, have higher standards. They want to be led by the right kind of leader. Mm-hmm. So the best way for folks to get 10 leadership virtues for disruptive times, I'm assuming, go to Ziegler.com, best way to get it? That's the best way to get it. Okay. And while they're there, I got to tell you something, Tom. I, I My desk is piled with, with, with books from uh, your dad, from you. I've got my planner here for the day. Uh, but, but you've got two things that you also do that I, I was blissfully unaware of, but God willing, I'll get to at some point. You've got the Ziegler Speakers Institute and the Ziegler Legacy Certification. You mind giving everybody just a, a snapshot of what those are? Yeah, there's really three things that we do, Jeff, uh, in supporting leaders. And first is we, we help them through the Speakers Institute give a great keynote speech, designing it so that people take action. That's really what a great speech does is it gets people to take action. Right. And then there are people who come through who want to take the Ziegler content and train their own organization with it. That's what the Ziegler Legacy Program is all about and certification. And then we have coaches that we equip to coach uh, people one-on-one in small groups so that they can take the Ziegler philosophy and embed it in their life so they can have balanced success. Uh, Mm. And then we have new programs coming out on coach leadership, which is based on the new book that's out, which is really for leaders who want to understand how do I lead into the next, you know, one of the commercials before I came on was about the reset or right. I call it the reimagination, right? How do yeah. we lead into the future? And that's what that program is all about. So you can find all those at, at Ziggler.com. 
Tom, I am eternally grateful that you could make some time for us. I am, I say it again, I'm a, I'm a devoted uh, student, follower, fan, I don't know, pick a term that works for you. Uh, just love what uh, the, the whole Ziegler family has done through the years, and uh, I wish you nothing but but great success, and, and hopefully I'll pass through one of those at some point, can actually shake your hand and thank you in person. That would be awesome. We look forward to having you. Thank you so much. That is Tom Ziegler. you got to check out this book, 10 Leadership Virtues for Disruptive Times. And I'm telling you, if you are a leader, you've got to understand that there are new ways of doing things. If you are, you're, a, you're an employee and you're thinking, man, my company is not doing what I wanted to do, or, or this boss is just like one of those micromanagers and he doesn't get the, the big picture or she doesn't understand, check it out. Ziggler.com, Z-I-G-L-A-R, Ziggler.com. What do you do with students that are transgendered in schools? Do you turn it all upside down, all inside out, or do you do something to make everybody safe? We'll figure that out. Jeff Katz in today for Glenn. It's the Glenn Beck Program. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Life is about being active. Whether it's about going on your daily tasks or exercising, you know you're well when you're regularly active. But what happens when being active actually hurts by the end of the day? This is the position I found myself in a number of years ago. Everything I wanted to do in my daily life, all of the activity it called for was held captive to almost constant nagging pain. When I heard about Relief Factor, I was skeptical, but my wife said, give it a chance. Not long after I took it, I could feel the pain begin to melt away and i've been taking it ever since and i can tell you that relief factor has helped me get my life back i love that it's not a drug but it was developed by doctors and about 70 percent of the people who try it go on to order more your first step to becoming pain-free just might be ordering a three-week quick start for only 1995 go to relieffactor.com or call 800 for relief 800 for relief or relieffactor.com find out all about this offer and feel the difference It's the Glenn Beck Program. Jeff Katz, happy to be sitting in for Glenn today. I mentioned a couple of moments ago that it came as a surprise to many of us that people still get sent to prison in California. I thought they had just legalized everything. Well, there's there's a complaint now from female prisoners who are saying that the new California law, which allows biological males to be housed at female prisons because they, quote, identify as females, is wrong and is endangering them. Doesn't this tie back to what we talked about a couple of moments ago? And why is the left, it seems to me, just trying to, I don't know, are they trying to erase women? Uh, 1-888-727-BECK, 888-727-BECK. Michelle's in Idaho. Hey, Michelle, welcome to the Glenn Beck Program. Nope, Steve is in New Jersey. My mistake. Steve, welcome to the Glenn Beck Program. Hey, how's it going, Jeff? Fine, thank you. Yeah, about the whole, like, transgender thing in schools about like i mean i'm sure you remember about the story that came out of um what was it loudon county virginia yeah yeah it's right up the like road that, for me yeah the boy in the skirt was, yep that was nuts and when that whole thing broke i was like it was i was listening to um ben shapiro while i was driving to work and it just it was the most enraging thing and like i have a little daughter myself and when she gets to be that age i'm 
genuinely scared for her well-being, you know? Like, I, I, yeah. don't, I don't want any of that uh, no. garbage. No, I- like. And Steve, let me ask you a question, my friend. You and I are dads. We each have daughters. What's our first obligation, right? We we protect our daughters. Exactly to do anything and everything. And I, 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 I think the what was it? Scott Smith. I can't remember his first name, but mm-hmm. I think he. I don't think he did enough, but he was still arrested for it. Like, are you kidding me? Yeah. It's insane. It's insane. Steve, I appreciate the call, sir. Thank you so much. Do we have time here? Michelle in Idaho. Uh, Welcome. Quickly, 10 seconds, Michelle. Yeah, I just wanted to make the point. Every time I hear about gender and transgender, I just get the feeling. Well, it's not a feeling. They just want to erase women, and it's an assault on gender itself. I really think it's because they want to just reduce everybody to a worker status. Michelle, I appreciate it. It's the Glenn Beck Program. This is the Glenn Beck Program.